I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with this. We're obsessed with you, so get obsessed with us. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Obsessed. Ooh, that right there is Ariana. Ooh, that's Jeff. My God, chills. I got the chills. Chills. We're scary. I'm scared. Um, but we are back with another spooky episode, Ari. How is spooky season going so far for you? Is it extra um, spooky? It's, I mean, considering it's like 80 degrees. Um, mm. I mean, that's kind of scary. Like pl- climate it, change, like that's totally. terrifying. Right, 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 right. No, you're correct. Climate change <laughs> is very scary. Um, so um, feeling spooked out. Um, <laughs> other than that, I'm, I'm uh, enjoying it. I don't know if I've done anything particularly spooky yet. Uh, but looking forward to some fun themed events. I mean, I'm witchy all year round. So every season is spooky spooky season. season. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly for you as well. So, um, but it is, it's feeling good and I'm excited for the like 24 hours of fall that we will get very soon. At some point, hopefully. (laughs) At some point. And then it's snowing on Halloween. Yes, exactly. And then maybe like a tsunami (laughs) or something. Who knows at this point. (laughs) Right. That will be on brand. Um, But how are you? How's your spooky season going? It's going well. Every night, I'm like, oh, I need to watch a scary movie or something spooky, but we've been addicted to Ugly Betty, so... <laughs> so, Ugly Betty has been consuming our evenings. Um, <laughs> I, I'm obsessed with that. Um, it's so yeah, good, like, if, if you haven't seen the, it. Um, I haven't seen it, but also the opposite of spooky. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, but... I did see the new Saw movie, Saw X, which is the 10th film in the Saw franchise. And oh my God, 10. Like, 10, just put that in perspective 10 for Saw me. movies, I know. Um, and wow. I have to say, I've been listening, I've been like obsessed with it because for a 10th movie in a franchise, this movie was fucking amazing. It was, <gasps> no. it was, I mean, is it like Oscar worthy? No. But did it make <laughs> me almost throw up because of how like disgusting some of these traps were? Yes. And... I was blown away and I can't stop thinking about it. But to the point where I'm like thinking about it too vividly that it makes me like feel sick to my stomach. (laughs) (gasps) Really? Yeah. That's Um, so interesting. Do you like like the Saw movies, Ari? Because I feel like some people either like them or like hate them. (laughs) Oh, I used to love them. I think just like collectively we all got to a point where it was like, Overkill, I guess, pun intended. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, it was just, like, one year after the next. Yes. And at some point, it just, like, lost its allure a little mm-hmm. bit. But that wasn't because I was, like, they're too gross. They're too fucked up. Like, I, I was very into them. I remember seeing the first three or four, like, in theaters. Um, and I'm just shocked that there are people in this world who can still come up with like, even worse ways to torture individuals. Yeah, there are a lot of sick minds out there, but there that's are. what keeps the movie business up and running. <laughs> um, it's so funny because I'm in the middle of The Sopranos, and which is also, eh, I guess it could be spooky at times. Yeah. Um, but not really of the, of the uh, month. But anyway... 
one of the characters like wants to be a filmmaker or whatever and they're literally talking about um like a a mobster movie that is Saw meets The Godfather. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> would watch that. <laughs> I know you would watch it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, they should have a crossover, like a Sopranos Saw crossover. <laughs> they really I mean, hey, they who knows uh what could happen yeah. all these years later. Maybe we could make it. Yeah. A short film. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, I want to be the mob boss. You need to be, but also like the mastermind behind the saw traps. <laughs> like that could be the plot, the plot trip. Oh, t- trip? totally, Twist. totally. The whole thing is we try to like figure out who's doing this stuff like to me yeah. and us and it's me. And you just want, att- you just want attention. So that's why. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But you know what? I am happy that Saw, at least, look, if they're going to continue making them, like have them be good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was very so. pleased with this. If there's any Saw fan out there, definitely go check this out. Even if you're sick okay, of the cool. franchise, this definitely like breathe, like breathes new life into the franchise. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think I might actually end up seeing this. Oh so. my God, you need to. Do not. I will. If you're, I'm, I'm going to say if you're, don't watch it on a full stomach, but also not on an empty stomach either, because you're going to just feel yeah. sick regardless. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I'm, I kind of need to see this. <laughs> um, uh, okay. All right. So. So should we get into the topic for today? or of Let's today? get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. So right. this week's terrifying phenomenon begins in the fall of 1966. Yes. And for anyone that's wondering, this is three years after my mom was born. Uh, (laughs) It has nothing to do with my mom, but she just turned 60. So happy birthday, mom. Okay. Happy birthday, Lori. (laughs) All right. So, um, yes, we're going to talk about the legend of the Mothman. And here is an excerpt from an actual newspaper article from November 16th, 1966. This article was titled, Winged Red-Eyed Thing Chases Point Couples Across Countryside. And it was written by local reporter Mary Heyer. I don't think Mary has any other significance in this in this story, so I didn't really need to mention her name. But anyway... But reporter, that's okay. Yes, that's fine. All right. So, and this is kind of an excerpt that we sort of reworded. But, so, um, what stands six feet tall, has wings, two big eyes, six inches apart, and glides along behind a car at 100 miles an hour? Um, mm. <laughs> you know mm. you know this riddle, right? Of course. <laughs> Everyone has heard it. Just kidding. But... Um, if you don't know the answer to that, well, neither do the four Point Pleasant, which is in West Virginia, residents who were chased by a weird, quote-unquote, man-like thing. So, long story short, two young married couples reported that they were being chased by a strange creature around midnight one night. These couples described their hair-raising experiences, which began in the TNT area. I'm not really sure where the TNT area is. It sounds like dynamite. Is it like, I don't know. So it may, it might, may or may not have any, anything to do with dynamite. But <laughs> I, so. I, I would hope it kind of does, but in like the safest way possible. Oh, definitely. So anyway, two couples were riding in a car and as they drove over a hill, an object loomed in front of them. The object was in the form of a man about six feet tall with wings on its back. 
Becoming frightened, the couples drove away. As they approached the traffic circle down the road, they said the creature loomed in front of their car again. Ugh. Okay. So one of the witnesses said that they drove away from the area at 100 miles an hour with the strange creature drifting along behind the car. So they're going pretty fast, and this thing is like, mm, this is light work. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> And the couples said that the thing seemed to avoid lights. Mm. So they ended up turning into a nearby farm, and the creature was again in front of the car and saw what, and the couple saw what appeared to be like a big dead dog lying in the road, presumably killed by said creature. And later, the couples and the police returned to that farm, but the dead dog had vanished. A deputy sheriff searched the TNT Dynamite area <laughs> and said, we don't know where that is. Um, yeah. <laughs> and said that the thing, thing slash creature, was gone, but he found a strange pile of dust. That's a direct quote. Quote, a strange pile of dust. Mm. One of the witnesses said... And I quote, believe me, if you ever saw it, you'd be a believer. And boy, were they right. Because what happened next in the town of Point Pleasant made everyone a believer. Ooh, okay. So this is when it gets real. I mean, you know, up until this point, it was a lot of like just people making claims, like not really a ton of proof. But then tragedy struck. Mm. (laughs) So... For the over the next year, you know, in nineteen sixty six, like over that the next year, people uh, kept making reports of like seeing the Mothman, yet yet no one could figure out what it was and like what it wanted. Then on December fifteenth, nineteen sixty seven, a year after the first sighting of the Mothman, the town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, sh- suffered a horrible tragedy. So located on the Ohio River, connecting Point Pleasant to Gallup. Gallipolis, or Gallipolis, Ohio, (laughs) was a bridge called the Silver Bridge. And around 5 p.m. during rush hour, as commuters were driving home, the bridge suddenly and unexpectedly collapsed, killing 46 people in that moment. It was truly a tragedy. Like, parents that were driving home from work to have kids... I was going to say to have kids for dinner, to have dinner with their kids. <laughs> wow, Freudian slip. Never, I know, right? <laughs> they they all died, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> it's It was so awful. And um, anyway, the official cause of the collapse was due to a defect in a single link, which led to stress corrosion, cracking, and eventual collapse. So... Was that the actual cause, or did the Mothman cause the bridge to collapse? Mm. Um, A lot of people in the town questioned that. But after this tragedy, the Mothman was never seen again in Point Pleasant. And some people think they know why. So people in the town speculate that the Mothman only appeared to warn people about the impending doom of the bridge collapse. So Mm -hmm. it was there to warn them, not necessarily to cause the... um, the destruction. Yeah. And there's some more interesting things about this. So the legend of the Mothman c- 
continues to spread from Point Pleasant with reports uh, all over the world of people seeing the Mothman right before other tragedies, mm-hmm. right? So it does seem to be that that is the trend, um, which is so unfortunate because if you see the Mothman and you've heard of this, then you know that something horrible is going to happen. Yes, but like I just feel like you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you, no, you, you know don't. something bad's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's worse. I know. I think the Mothman used to be do, do better at uh, communicating. <laughs> right. Like, are you actually trying to help me here? You're, like, scaring the shit out of me by just showing up, and then something horrible's happening. So, like, <laughs> it's and, just... And, and the Mothman's like, well, I did my job. On to the I next one. I did my one. job with my, like, glowing red eyes, <laughs> and I look like a flying gargoyle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love him. Um... <laughs> We love. Um, Okay, but so, yeah, these are some other reports from around the world. Uh, So one uh, was on September 10th, 1978. Um, A group of miners in Germany reported seeing a creature that fits the Mothman criteria. According to witnesses, the creature with piercing red eyes was at the entrance to the mine and let out a howl that sent everyone in the mine running out in terror. An hour later, the miners reported seeing a huge plume of dust. Remember that this is a thing. People just see a pile of fucking dust. um, Feeling a rumble, and then the mine collapsed, Mm -hmm. like, within the hour. Uh, The encounter is known as the Freiburg Shrieker, uh, which saved the lives of many who would have otherwise been stuck in the mine and then died. So, in this scenario not scenario, report, encounter, whatever, the Mothman um, did scare people, but as an, it seems like as an effort to get them to leave the mine, knowing that the mine was going to collapse. So like, thanks, Mothman. Yeah, I know. I think, I think he's, he's kind of getting the hang of this whole like warning thing, you know, like he's actually trying to like be, uh, effective with his methods. Exactly. <laughs> like helping the people avoid the impendable doom. Yes. So another report was actually from September 11th, 2001. We all know what happened that day. Yeah. Um, several people apparently reported seeing a black winged creature flying close to the Twin Towers in the days preceding the terrorist attacks on 9-11. Witnesses saw a creature flying parallel to the plane during the attack as the second plane crashed. And then in the days that followed, those who reported seeing the creature allegedly encountered encountered, and I quote, men in black who warned them to keep their stories to themselves. So now there's like an additional element here. There are... Apparently, people who know about Moth, the Mothman and now the things are seeming connected and they're like, don't say a word. And the government or whoever these men in black are, they're trying to cover it up. They're trying to cover it up. Mm. Um, yeah. Interesting that, yes. that there are reports around 9-11 for this. Um, I know. And then uh, in 2011, uh, Marcus... Pules, um, this dude was in Japan when he witnessed a Mothman-like creature around the Fukushima power plant before 
before the earthquake and then disaster. According to this guy, he saw the creature perched on top of one of the buildings, like true gargoyle style, Mm -hmm. and it opened its big wings and circled the plant several times. And he claimed that he noticed the creature had, like, huge red glowing eyes, which is on brand with a description. Um, And Pules reported feeling a sense of dread and immediately left the area. And then, of course, as as stated before, that then there was an earthquake and a disaster. So, I mean, I guess the Mothman saved him. Um, But... But yeah, there are a lot of reports. I think that there were even some reports during Chernobyl yes, uh, in Ukraine yeah. about seeing Mothman as well. So very interesting. I wonder if like the use of gargoyles on, because you mentioned that he sounds like he's a gargoyle. Like I wonder if the use of having gargoyle statues on like buildings and stuff kind of stems from people encountering Mothman and kind of like seeing him as a as like a as a protective, like, entity or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. I wonder, I mean, I guess it's, like, chicken before the egg, right? Like, I'm sure gargoyles have been, like, fixtures on buildings for hundreds of years, like, mm-hmm. in just, like, a medieval Europe and things like that. So maybe, maybe someone saw something and it just, like, the closest thing to describe it was a gargoyle and that kind of like took shape yeah. and that's like through the grapevine what it became became known as um or yeah what you said it's very interesting it's like a it could be look mothman of course could exist but it could also be a example of just some people i don't know hearing about this but anyway we'll talk more about that yes definitely so i want to take it back to point pleasant west virginia which is where the mothman was originally sighted um so in that town the mothman went from menace to somewhat of a mascot so Mm -hmm. after 2002 oh so in 2002 richard greer and laura linney starred in the movie the mothman prophecies which was about the legend the movie got mixed reviews but it helped trigger a mothman revival in point pleasant and in 2003 the town threw its first mothman festival and in 2006 jeff wamsley opened the mothman museum and it's just grown and grown and grown to where we are now which is what a lifelong point pleasant resident said um, so, yeah, it's, like, it's actually become, like, quite the, um, like, tourist attraction in Point Pleasant, and I was just telling Ari before this, I'm driving to Ohio with my boyfriend tomorrow, and we happen to be passing through West Virginia, and I just, I sent my boyfriend today a <laughs> screenshot of the route, if we were to add the stop to the Mothman Museum, um, and they are dog-friendly, I looked it up, because we will be traveling with our dog, but... I don't think we're going to be able to stop there, unfortunately. But, I mean, maybe if I'm driving and I make a wrong turn, you know? Accidentally. Accidentally. Into the um, (laughs) parking garage of the Mothman Museum. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll be like, listen, we need to call for directions let's go check out this museum and ask them for help yeah yeah let's go inside look i i just i'll get tickets i mean that's the only way that we can go in and ask right yes and we we just we should just explore the the exhibits just to like be polite you know we don't want to like rush in and rush out (laughs) while we're here like sam there's no one here like we just we can't 
we can't not look around. Yeah, and just, like, take my photo in front of the Mothman statue. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I will say I am very um, interested to know what is in this museum. I, I was reading about it. It has... How is there enough, Jeff, to have a museum? Well, it has a lot of props from the movie, the Mothman Prophecies. Oh, okay. But it also has, like... Um, like eyewitness accounts, like newspaper articles, photo, like alleged photos, alleged like artifacts taken from you know s- scenes of the the sightings or something. So, um, and maybe okay. some statues and you know all that fun stuff. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so theories of the Mothman vary, right? Mm-hmm. Some believe. It's an alien, which is an interesting one. Um, Others, a government experiment, as it was seen around a military um, munitions plant. Oh, TNT. That's probably it, right? Munitions, ammunition, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Right? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Wildlife biologist Robert Smith at West Virginia Virginia University told reporters at the time he. Bless Jesus, you. I'm so sorry, everyone. Do I, wait, as if I can't re-record. Like, as I if I have to leave a sneeze. No, we're, we're stuck with it. We can edit everything else, but the sneeze, You're all stuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, anyway, biologist uh, Robert Smith at West Virginia University told reporters at the time that he believed it was a large sand hill crane um, a bird nearly as tall as a grown human with a seven-foot wingspan and red circles around its eyes. I Ooh. mean, if that's not a very close description. Yeah, I know. Or he could just be someone trying to cover it up. <laughs> this is, he could be one of the men in black. He, pro- he might be the man in black or one of the men in black, yeah. But Who knows? Regardless, the Mothman's true nature doesn't really matter much to some witnesses because to them, it affirms the belief that we are not alone in the universe. And I think that's just something to really think about. (laughs) Um, But Ari, so what do you think? Do you believe in the Mothman? Do you think he is is causing these tragedies? Do you think he's actually trying to warn people? Like, where do you Um, stand? I, I will say I didn't I've never heard of it before you brought it up, Jeff. <laughs> I will say I truly never heard of it. I didn't know there was this movie. Um, I'm just not as familiar with the uh, with the story of the Mothman, legend of the Mothman. But in discussing with you and reading about it and looking up some photos, which I encourage people do because it he is kind of scary. It's mm-hmm. truly depicted as a flying gargoyle with, like, scary red eyes. Um, I am glad to not be as familiar with said legend and to have (laughs) never have seen it. Um, But I... I'm gonna go with... I feel like... it's just some animal... (laughs) Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm gonna be a non-believer at this moment in time, which is a little, like, off-brand for me. Yeah. I, a little um, off-brand. I just, like, I, I, this is one of the more difficult ones to, um, 
believe, right? Because a lot of like other legends are like, like ghosts or hauntings Mm -hmm. or something. And this is like, surely more people would have seen if there was this flying ginormous bat um, that appears before tragedies. But what I will say, if it is true, I do think he's doing his best. He, it's, I've, I've gendered the Mothman. Well, Mothman. Um, it was not moth like. Mothman. Or Moth. That's true. Moth person. No, it's not a person. Moth person. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I <laughs> am assuming pronouns. I'm yes. just going to go with it. But I, I do think that it or he, um, is doing its best to to try to help people. Yeah. And it can help that it is scary looking. Yeah. Well, I I I don't know where I stand. I mean, I I can't like tell the people that what they saw was incorrect because like I totally. obviously wasn't there to witness it. But I totally. also think like going back to like the 9/11 attacks, people claimed that it was flying next to the plane, but like there were so many video evidence on you know very tragic to see but i think we would have caught something on video you know um but and also i will say this i did try to watch the movie because i knew the movie existed i've seen the the bridge collapse scene like on youtube or on like tv like back in high school but i did try to watch the movie to prepare for this episode and I couldn't get through the first, like, five minutes. I thought it was very cheesy. <laughs> so, oh, no. But, oh, no. But definitely look up the information about the bridge collapse. It is really tragic. And also the scene from the Mothman Prophecies, the movie, of the bridge collapse. Pretty well done. Um, but, yeah, that is the legend of the Mothman. Yeah. I. The other thing is, like, the pile of dust. Yeah. It's there in some stories and not in others. And I'm so intrigued by that. Like, what does that mean? I why, know. why, like, if, let's say this person, um, I forget the, the one that happened in uh, the Fukushima power plant. Yes. Um, also, oh, the cloud, the cloud of dust, right? The plumes of dust. Yeah. Like, how unless reading about it, unless that news made its way to another country, the other side of the world, like how would this person know about that pile of dust? And then to claim that same exact thing is like so specific and and odd to me. Um, So maybe there is something to that. Um, But I also just think generally like around tragedy, people look for something, right? Something in their control. Yeah. Right. Some pattern, some something. Mm -hmm. Um, And people like to believe in, like, miracles, right? So it's the miners. There was a thing that, like, led to them all running out and being saved. And that miracle, the miracle of the Mothman. (laughs) Right. The legend of the Mothman or the miracle of the Mothman, really. (laughs) I know. Maybe we should rename this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to take a skeptical but positive spin. That is my final opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm with you with that. Um, cool. I love it. Yeah. Watch, watch us fucking see him now. <laughs> oh my God. I'll be like, okay, please just tell me what's going to happen. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just stare, standing there, not saying or doing anything. <laughs> and it literally becomes a pile of dust. I know. I'm like, cool. What, how am I supposed to use that information? <laughs> cool. You're going to see me pop up on the citizen app. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
woman claims that a flying gargoyle left is... a pile of dust in her bedroom <laughs> in Brooklyn, New York. Um, no, but this was a fun one. I love love uh, like urban legends. Yeah, yeah, this is cool. Definitely do more research because there's like there's so much out there about the Mothman. And again, if you're going through West Virginia, check out the Mothman Museum. Yes, and if you happen to watch the movie and have a strong POV, DM us. <laughs> DM us. DM us. <laughs> um, Love it. Until then, right. we really hope that you don't see him ever. But if you <laughs> do, that he is actually trying to help you and saves your life. Yes, and it's effective communication, unlike yeah. these other tragedies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, you you spooky listeners. We'll see you next week. We love you. (laughs) We love you. Bye. Bye.